everybody. Uh, hope you guys are doing well this evening. Um, as you guys saw, uh, this is Game Masters Under Dark uh, going live. Um, a little nervous, but uh, this is uh, our first live stream. And as you can see, I keep saying we, but it's just me tonight. Uh, in case you're new to the channel, I'm Will, uh, one of the three Game Masters that uh, usually are on the show discussing different aspects of namely Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, but uh, all manner of different, um, you know, different tabletop role-playing game uh, aspects. Uh, again, if you're new, uh, welcome. And for those who are returning, we hope you guys are, are ready for this. Um, something a little different. Um, just a few updates. We do have the first episode of our uh, actual play series out. Um, so if you haven't yet, we, you know, we would appreciate you guys taking a look at that and, um, you know, leaving some feedback. Uh, obviously it's the first episode. Uh, I think I want to say we're about six or seven in now. Uh, so the quality definitely improves as far as our gameplay and things like that. Um, obviously starting off a new campaign is, uh, be a little daunting and we're still learning our characters. So, uh, we ask, you know, obviously give it a little bit of time, but, um, uh, we're going to start uploading those here fairly regularly, I would think. Um, you know, we're all, this is not our full-time job, so um, you, know, you got to bear with us. Uh, but that being said, that's why I'm doing this tonight. Um, my two compatriots, uh, co-hosts, uh, Matt R. and Matt H. are both a little busy right now. Uh, so we decided since, um, after talking it over a little bit, uh, since I'm always recommending books to everybody, uh, being, again, the newest uh, GM here, um, you know, and I'm always saying, oh, you should check this book out, check that book out. Um, a lot of them are actual 5th edition books, um, which we may eventually get to. Uh, but what I wanted to look at was third-party things, uh, books that, um, you know, I see on all the time on, like, Reddit or Facebook um, where people are like, I don't know what to use, and, um, you know, or they see the book in, in a bookstore or, you know, online, and they're just like, what do you guys think? And, um, you know, a lot of people do recommend them, uh, but they're not usually, uh, for the sake of how much it would take to type up, uh, in-depth reviews. So, uh, that's what we're going to be doing tonight. Uh, we're going to be going over, uh, a, a book that I think, uh, it's been really helpful for me in, in our, um, uh, oh, my camera keeps adjusting. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but in our, our live play series, or actual play series, rather, um, if you haven't watched the, the announcement video, uh, basically the three of us, me and the two mats, are working together to basically co-DM, and we're creating our own continents, and we're using a lot of the established 5th edition races. We've, I think we've all kind of created at least one of our own as well. Uh, custom races... Um, so there's a lot of stuff in there. I would recommend go watching that video, um, and, and to get a better idea of what's, you know, what we're doing with that. Um, but my, we're doing it based on the tiers of play. That's something that's mentioned in the Dungeon Master's Guide, uh, where it basically explains like how, how popular your, your characters are in the grand scheme of things. Um, so I'm next, I'm doing the, uh, fifth through 11th, uh, levels tier, uh, tier two. And so, uh, not, you know, feeling like we're getting close to the end of the, the one through five, I, I, you know, I need to start getting ready. And 
the big thing is I've got the continent, I've got a few cities, uh, you know, I got, but I didn't have the big bad, I didn't have my NPCs, things that really make the world come alive. Um, and so I was in the bookstore, I was in uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, not a sponsor, and I came across a book that I've seen a ton of times, I finally picked it up, uh, sat down with it, and before I show you the front of the book, I want to show you this right here, uh, it's kind of hard to see, I'll, I'll have to show you the front of the book, uh, but it's the Game Master's Guide to Non-Player Characters. Uh, and it's kind of hard to see, but I've got like a bunch of, tail. Hey, try to get a little closer here. I got a bunch of tabs of all these different uh, NPCs and stuff that I'm going to use. Uh, or maybe just have ready to use. Um, I'm actually going to throw a picture up here real quick. There we go. Oop, it didn't pop up this time. Oop. We'll fix that later. Um, but, um, you know, I'll show the book throughout the, the entirety of this live stream here tonight. Um, so really what I want to do is uh, like a really, really in-depth um, look at what the book is, what does it offer, um, and some of the aspects of it. I'm not going to go fully into it um, as far as describing everything little by little. Um, the writer of the book, Jeff Ashworth, this is not a sponsorship either. This is just something that... Um, I think new uh, GMs can really use. It's a great tool. Um, and so I wanted to um, just make this, you know, kind of make this available for everybody. Um, or not make it available, but kind of let everybody know kind of what was going on with it. Um, so that being said, I've rambled enough. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. So um, the Game Master's Book of Non-Player Characters has... I'm gonna, I've got some notes here, so I'm going to read off these because I want to make sure I get it. I don't miss anything. Um, it basically comes with uh, three one-shot adventures. Um, I'm not going to be covering those specifically tonight uh, because we have not played them. And uh, just because you read over something and you think it sounds cool, every table is going to be a little different. Uh, your group might be like, oh, this is great. And another group might be like, oh, this is terrible. Um, so everybody's play style is a little different. Uh, so we're not going to go over those. Um, but... Uh, another big thing, the big thing that it focuses on, obviously, the NPCs. Um, it gives you uh, NPC lists for four different types of locations. Uh, so the first one is uh, big cities. Uh, so if you're, we're, we're going to equate this to 5e, um, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, again, because it's the most popular. We're talking places like Waterdeep, Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter, um, really big, your, your big, big cities. Um that you know oh man these are some of the the types of people you'll find there um next you have like small towns um think uh if you've ever played the dragons of Icepire peak uh from the essentials kit there's like an add-on adventure to that uh actually a couple of them um there's a town called leylon uh which is very similar to that also think uh, salt marsh kind of a small town um so you know it's um it's something that pops up. Um, Leylon was also in Stormlord's Wrath, uh, or that is the the add-on adventure, rather. Uh, so that's one advent, uh, one example if you've played that adventure. Uh, then Outskirts and out, Outskirts and Outposts, excuse me. Um, that's Fandolin, again, from the Essentials and Starter Kit. Um, a lot of people are familiar with that location. Um, and then the last one is Underdwellers. Uh, the best example of that is the Underdark. Um, most of the uh, adventures, at least if they take place on like a planet, have some kind of underground aspect to them. So um, this book will give you some 
uh, NPCs that are usable in that location. So, uh, let me grab some water here real quick. There we go. So, uh, with that being said, I know I kind of covered a lot of things. Um, but these are, again, really good if you're, uh, even if you're using an existing setting, um, you might be like, oh, man, I need some kind of characters. Um, the one thing I will say is it uses mostly the um, the main, I, I would say the most, I won't say the main, but the most common races. So there's a lot of uh, humans, elves, there's some dwarves, gnomes. Um, there's a few dragonborn. But there's, if you're wanting to use anything from, say, like Volos, uh, where they have um, kobolds and kenkus and bugbears, there's a few of those in there, but not a lot. So um, that's an easy fix, though, because obviously you can just say, oh, well, this thing, this little blurb about a human is a kobold now, or, you know, insert race here. Um so it's kind of nice because most of them don't, uh, which we'll get to this later. Most, I would say the majority of the NPCs actually in this book do not have stat blocks. Um, again, you can adjust a stat block just as easily. Um, but if you're just looking to like plug and play an NPC, um, the ones without the stat blocks are obviously super easy to do. Um, you know, they. Uh, I'll get into kind of what info you do get on these kind of, NPCs here in a second, but um, yeah, it's it's really easy to um, kind of replace, you know, rinse, repeat, you know, move around. Um, so if you're not familiar with like say how to describe uh, a kobold, um, we're gonna stick with that example probably throughout the night. Um, you can always go to the like the monster manual, and it kind of gives you a brief description. Um, but you can always adjust that from your own perspective. Uh, like, oh, it says this one's red. Well, you know, the, they're typically red. Maybe in your campaign they're gray for some reason. Or black or green or blue or brown. Um, they are descendant from dragons. They have a lot of dragon, you know, they're descendants from dragons. So, you know, you can pick any one of those colors, brass, copper, black, uh, anything like that. So it's it's your world. You do what you want with it. Um, so just, you know, kind of use those as, as like a guideline. So... Um, because there's, like I said, for the, the more rare races, um, you, you can use the monster manual to look for descriptions. There's also, I'm sure, places online um, that will get you some, some descriptions. Um, so with that, uh, we're going to move on now to uh, kind of what you get at the start of each section. So when you first get to where it says Big City Denizens, uh, the, the first chapter is like Big City Denizens. Obviously, that's um, your bigger towns. There's a rollable table. Uh, now, I'm not going to, again, get into the nitty-gritty of what's on each table. Um, th you know, just kind of, um, just more of a general overview. So, the first one is types of government. This is something that I'm not going to lie, I'm really bad about. Um, but this one will, you know, tell you, is it a monarchy? Is it a democracy? Is it a, you know... Um, Oh my gosh, I just blanked on the word. Uh, run where like the, there's a count a council, uh, you know, a town council. So it'll tell you the kind of government. So if you're setting this up from scratch and you're like, oh well, this is I just don't know how the, even a small town. How is this run? Um, Fandolin has a mayor, you know, so that's an uh, an example. Whereas like in Waterdeep, they have the open lords who kind of make a lot of the laws and stuff. But there's Laryl Silverhand at least in, in the more common uh, the more recent books. It's like 
the face of that government. So um, this will give you kind of a place to start with that. Um, the next one is uh, at the beginning of small towns, um, small town tenants is what sort of town is this? Is it a fishing town, mining town? You get the idea. Um, random adventure setting would be the one that starts for outskirts and outposts. So uh, that one's really interesting because it's outskirts, outposts, obviously remote, not close to anybody. Um, so where are you though? Is it, um, I think one of the examples I'm just going to give the one is like a lighthouse. All right, well, that's cool. Uh, now you just have to build the adventure from there. What's going on at this lighthouse? Is it a port town or are there people just here for some reason? Is there nobody here? Um, it's up to you. Um, but it, it definitely is a good thing to help you get started. Um, the next one that's for the underdwellers is what lies beneath. I think it kind of speaks for itself. Uh, but if you're not familiar with the uh, Underdark, um, there could be like, is, is there a giant catacomb? Uh, is it a mine? Um, where, where exactly are you going underground? So, um, like I said, I'm not going to get too much into it. Because uh, I, I really want you guys to buy the book. <laughs> Even Like I said, we're not sponsored or anything by, by the, the author or anything. But I think it is a really good book. Um, so, I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Um, the next thing we're going to go over is I'm going to kind of tell you what you get with these NPCs. Um, what I mean by that is, um, if you, if say you're not able, you're, you're still kicking around like, Ooh, you like the description of the book. Maybe you're looking like on Amazon. Uh, you like the description of the book. It seems like it might be helpful, but what exactly am I getting? What are, you know, the bang for your buck, so to speak. Um, and so I'm going to kind of break that down here. Um, so what info you get, uh, you get a description of the NPC to give to the players. So like I just mentioned, the kobold, um, it, uh, you know, they, it says like, it might say something along the lines of what it looks like or how it walks. Um, I'll give you an example here. I just opened up the book. Um, this is a character that I don't have labeled, so we'll go with that. Um, but it says a gruff, stoic bruiser of a man in rusty and dented heavy plate whose long gray hair waves in the breeze, carrying a spear in one hand and a shield in the other. So it's kind of a generalized um, description. Uh, if you're doing theater of the mind, you know, you might want to give a little bit more. A gruff, stoic bruiser over man. Well, I mean, he's kind of a big guy. So if you're, especially if you do a lot of like role play character stuff, you know, you're going to make yourself real big. Um, you know, long gray hair, waves in the breeze. Um you know, I, for me personally, I would make a joke of like, his hair's waving in the breeze, but there's no breeze. You know, kind of like that cartoon effect of like, where's that coming from? Uh, kind of giving him like an air of him, you know, a, an air about him. Uh, something that makes him important. Um, and then he mentioned like a spear and uh, a shield. So um, that's, again, kind of completes the uh, the rough idea. You don't know if it's, you know, maybe a, a spear and a shield. Could be a paladin, could be a fighter. Um, could be some kind of weird, crazy barbarian build, you know, uh, I say weird and crazy. I shouldn't call it that, but, uh, you guys get the idea. It could be anything. So, um, you know, just that brief description. That's why I said, if you're using something that's, uh, maybe not in the book, um, there's a, like air Cobra. There you go. That's a race, uh, that I'm using, uh, for my portion of our game. There's no air Cobra in this book. Um, there's no Allen. There's no, um, neither of those two things and I have both of them 
So uh, one of the things you kind of have to do is you look at the book and you say, okay, Air Coco looked kind of like eagles. Well, uh, next thing you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a search for you know, different kinds of eagles. What do they look like? What are their feathers? Uh, you know, different things like that. Same thing with owls. There's a bunch of different kind of barn owls, snowy owls, all kinds. Of, you know, so just there's a lot. <laughs> um, but this brief description kind of gives you a place of like, okay, once you have this info, here, here's like a way you can kind of construct uh, what this person looks like. Um, or this character looks like. Um, the next thing, uh, I'm going to read my note exclusively here uh, because I don't want to, like I said, give too much about it. Um, put the book down here. So additional info that can be given or rolled for using a skill or ability check, uh, like perception, athletics, or charisma. Um, there can also be some uh, information that can be gathered uh, based on your class, like if you're a rogue or a bard, uh, or uh, even background info, like say if you were orphaned. So I'm, like, I'm not going to pick anything specific out of here, but there are a few that it's like for the perceptive, for the wise, uh, for the athletic. Um, but then there's a few that it's like for the roguish. Okay, so if you're a rogue, that you might notice something about this character, uh, this NPC that the others would not notice because maybe you're, you're traveling with a barbarian. Okay, well, a barbarian may not know the intricacies of being a rogue, uh, most likely not, but you would. So as a DM, I would say, hey, well, we'll just use one of them, Matt S, uh, or Matt R, excuse me, maybe give my last name for a minute, uh, Matt R, uh, you notice that, uh, because you're a rogue, you notice that, whatever, um, or like the orphaned one, I found that one specifically while I was looking through the book, I could be like, Matt H, uh, you know, you grew up, uh, you know, you grew up without a family, you grew up an orphan, you notice that, whatever. Um, those are cool things that you don't necessarily have to give your players, um, but it does, um, it can help them immerse a little bit more. So, um, again, that's, that's there for most, for a lot of NPCs in the book, not all of them. Um, I don't believe all of them though. It's, uh, there's a lot of NPCs in the book. Um, but that is something that you can do if you've got a player that maybe isn't really into role playing much. And you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta find a way to get them engaged. Uh, pick their class, pick something out of their background, um, and say, hey, you notice this. Um, as I've stated before, that you know, you can copy and paste and use these NPCs in any way you like. Um, I also like using them as just like a template. Uh, again, I mentioned that before. So um, if you've got a character, like I said, who's not, not really RPing too much. Um, that may be like a comfort thing. There's any number of reasons. Uh, this this uh, stream is not to go over that. Um, but there's any number of reasons that somebody could be having a hard time role playing. Um, and so this is just one way to maybe try to get them involved. Maybe they feel like there's nothing special for them to to look through, look at. Um, you know, oh, well, there's just another guy or another woman. Um, so give you know it gives them something a little little more to hold on to. So the next thing, um, let me see what I have in my list here. Um, so some background info. Uh, that, that's exactly what it sounds like. Um, you know they're from this town. They grew up here. They're they're known as this. They have this issue. Um, maybe they, you know they used to run with a gang and now they don't. Uh, any number of just like basic background info. Um, that are like, if you ask somebody on the streets, like, Hey, do you know so-and-so? 
they can be like, oh yeah, he used to this or they used to that. So some real, real, um, real, uh, real basic things. Um, the next few things though, uh, I'm reading my notes here. Um, I think are really neat. Um, it's, uh, they go over and we'll, we'll kind of lump these all together and then talk about them. Uh, the wants and needs of the NPC, a secret or obstacle that they have, and uh, 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 and what they're carrying. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't read my own handwriting there for a second. Uh, so wants and needs. We as people have wants and needs. There are things like material things that we might not need, but we want them. There are other things we need, like, oh, maybe... Um, I'm help paying my bills or I'm in a tight spot at work. I'm, you know, I'm unhappy in a relationship, blah, blah, blah. There's, I say blah, blah, not that those things aren't important, but just any number of issues that we could be having. Um, these NPCs have those as well. Any number of things. Um, here, we'll open up the book again. I'll just, like I said, I don't want to go do this too often. because I'd like to do want you guys to read the book, but let's open up the page two. Um, I'll pick one here on this one. Okay, here's a character I'm not using. Wants and needs. Their dream is to visit the surface to see the sun and feel the wind in their beard. Um, so this is from the Underdweller section. Um, so that's their, their dream. That's something that is a GM you can use as a plot hook. Um, you know, maybe you walk up on them and maybe, um, in this case, uh, it's like a child. I'm not going to give the, the description away. But um, I will tell you, it's not a child in the book. But, you know, you, you hear a child arguing with their parents or what appears to be a child or somebody in their, like, maybe late teens, early 20s. And, you know, oh, I don't want to leave. I want to get out of here. Um, that could be something where you as an adventurer might, you know, wait for the argument to end and say, hey, what's going on? Um, so that's something as a GM you can use to get them to interact with your NPC. Um the next thing is secret or obstacle. So uh, ever the optimist, uh, this character was sure uh, the bet they made at the gambling hall would pay out. Um, and they bet money they didn't have. Uh, so in this case, not only do they want to leave because uh, they that's their dream, they might have to because they've got a gambling debt to settle that they can't. Uh, they can't exactly settle on. So... Um, in this case, you know, they might be like, oh, I just want to get out of here. But as you guys are trying to leave town, all of a sudden, uh, a local gang is <laughs> showing up and it's like, you know, hey, where's our money? And now you have a bigger problem on your hands. Maybe you can't leave. Um, you all get thrown in jail or now you've ended up getting into a fight in the street and now you've killed somebody and now you're on the, you're hiding. I mean, there's any number of things that could happen. Um, and the last thing is, um, what are they carrying? That's really basic. Um, but in this one, it, they list uh, um, an amount of money that they have and what they want to do when they get to the surface. So um, I wouldn't call it like a bucket list, but like a, oh, man, when I get there, I want to do this and I'm going to do that. And there's so many things I want to do. Um, so, again, that can be used as a role-playing element as a GM to, uh, you can make up that list. What it, You know, think about it. Um, you know, we were all locked indoors for a while here recently. And what are those things when you're like, man, as soon as I get out, I'm going to go do this. You, that's, you know, uh, using the real world to your advantage. That's something that you can say, Hey, you know, add that to the list. Um, 
And of course, you can always use Reddit. Uh, I mentioned Reddit and Facebook. You know, you can always go on there and ask, like, "Hey, I need some ideas," and I'm sure you'll, you know, you'll get plenty. Um, sometimes you just need that little jump start to get you going. Um, uh, oh yeah. Um, so the other thing you get, this actually should have been mentioned at the top, um, but when you first get to them, you'll get a name and like a catchphrase of sorts. So um, you don't have to use the name, obviously. Um, you can change that to whatever you want. The catchphrase you don't have to use it either. Um, at the beginning of the book, they kind of describe why they why they give them the characters that it could be like uh, just one of those things where um, like oh yeah you look at oh maybe I think he might be the guy that's that says this all the time. If you hear that, you're you know you know you're in the right place. Uh, or oh yeah, you know, Jimmy he says yeah oh, that guy's so annoying. Look, he's gonna talk your ear off. He's gonna say this a hundred times. Try to ignore it. You know however you want to do it. Um, or that may be how they introduce themselves. Uh, there's a ton of different catchphrases in there uh, for each person. Obviously, mix, match, do what you want with them. Um, but I think it's 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 really cool. Um, one of the last couple things on there, um, I mentioned earlier, stat blocks. Uh, they are written like 5e D&D. Uh, I don't know how easy or hard that is to adapt to other game systems. Uh, I'm not super familiar with all the other ones. Again, being the newest guy here. Um, but if you're playing 5e, uh, they can literally, you can, if you're playing online like D&D Beyond and you're using some of their tools, uh, not a sponsor, but, uh, like their combat tracker and stuff like that, um, that's definitely something where you can like create a monster, you know, with a stat block and bloop, go. Um, or if you're playing live at the table, obviously you can copy it and have a, uh, I know some guy, people who would like make copies on a copy machine and just have the stat block there or just open up the book, um. Some of them will have special weapons, which is really cool. Um, there's a few that uh, I've kind of hinted at my guys they might run into. I haven't given them names or descriptions, but it's like, ooh, that weapon's really cool. Like, that's really neat. Um, or sometimes it could just be like a trinket. Uh, it doesn't have to be a weapon, per se. Um, again, there's a couple of cool ones uh, that I'm, I'm going to use. I don't want to say too much. Um you know, in case they come back and try to watch the episode and see if I leak anything on my, uh, <laughs> on, on my, uh, what I'm going to be planning. But, um, it, it could be like trinkets, um, weapons, and a lot of them, uh, I know there's a couple that are, are a little different, but most of them do not give like a plus two to this, a plus three to this. A lot of them are, uh, flavor. So, um, think like if you wear this trinket, you get advantage on this. Or you drink this potion and you get this, but you get advantage on this, but disadvantage on that. Um, all just again, there's a ton. I'm not gonna go into all of it, um, but there's a lot of cool magic items in there that are not necessarily game breaking. Um, you might want to rename them or something if you are gonna use them. Uh, maybe not, <laughs> but um, they're really cool um, and. I don't know if he's ever going to see this, but Mr. Ashworth, I appreciate these uh, and the, the stuff your team put together. I'm using a few of those items. Um, they're just super cool. Um, and, it's, and again, it ranges from weapons to, to potions or poisons, uh, trinkets, just all kinds of things. Um, so I definitely think it's worth looking through the book and seeing like what catches your eye. Um, and again, sometimes... Even if you don't want to use that exact thing, 
it can trigger something in you to be like, oh, I was thinking of something like that. Let's let's go with that. Um, so, you know, I would definitely, um, you know, definitely give that a look. Um, so we're on the last little bit here. Uh, I know I've been super vague on a lot of this, um, but as I've said multiple times throughout this, I really want the book kind of speaks for itself once you do have it and you're looking through it. Um, so I kind of just I'm giving a review of like here's what you get, here's why that's important thing, uh, type of thing. Excuse me. But um, there's another cool thing that you get at the end of each chapter. Um, these are all kind of the same. Um, the thing that changes is like names. What are they carrying? Wants, needs, desires. Um, secret or obstacle. Uh, but you get a D100 table at the end of each chapter. Okay. So, and it's literally what it sounds like. You can roll a D100 and it breaks it down. Um, I am going to kind of see if I can do this here and show you guys um, without giving too much away and the book I have these keys tabbed um, so I don't want to give away too much I'll see what if I can do it here um, yes yeah, so you guys might not be able to see it too well Ooh, camera's got to focus um, and my lights making it a little hard um, but if you can't read that I'll read to you what you get um, so um, in this particular one, it's a D, it's a D20, but um, you get a first name, last name, the brief description, wants and needs, secrets or obstacles, and what are they carrying. So again, I, I just mentioned that, um, but it's a whole big table, and you'll roll a D20 for the first name, D20 for the last name, D, you know, D what for every single table. Um, it's a great way to make quick in uh, quick NPCs. Um, so if your players are like. Hey, I want to go to a tavern, and they go there, and maybe, maybe you had the tavern set up, but they're like, I'm looking for somebody that deals in information. Ooh, you might not have that person. So what you'll do is you can roll for a name, roll for a brief description, um, and you know, say, oh, you see sitting in the corner uh, a man that looks like this, blah blah blah. Um, you know, you're not quite sure. He's kind of eyeballing you guys, but you're not, you're not sure what's up. You ask the t uh, barkeep, you know, hey, I'm looking for some work. Oh, you're looking for so-and-so, he's over there in the corner, and bam, now you're talking to that guy. So, um, it does kind of, it, it makes it super quick. You can just kind of roll and go. Um, for the D100 tables, I would maybe recommend printing that off, uh, or if, if you've got the patience, I know I don't, um, uh, writing it out. Um, and that way, when you roll, it's a little quicker than trying to like go back and forth through the book. Um, but it's a great tool, uh, definitely one that uh, I can see myself using. Um, again, if you're looking for some of the more exotic races, probably not the best thing to do because you're not going to get a description that really works for some of the, for those races. But you're more common, like I said, dwarves, gnomes, humans, elves. Um, there's a few dragonborn in the book. I know they're in the PHB, but there's not even a lot of those uh, in the book. And most of the elves that I remember seeing were not uh, dark elves. They were mostly, you know, wood elves or high elves. So, um, again, that doesn't mean you, you can't use that or, or come up with your own description, but um, a great, great, great resource. Um, so, this is actually something I didn't plan on, but 
if somebody had to ask me, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would I rate this book? Um, I would definitely give it, uh, for a new GM, a solid 9. Um, it gives you kind of everything. Uh, well, I will go 7. Actually, I'm going to bump it down a little bit. Um, I can't remember. Let me see exactly when the book was written. Or when it was published. Come on. Because I don't remember exactly when it was. having a hard time finding it now um okay so i can't find it right now and i'm not going to spend too much time looking um like i said i do wish there were some more of the um exotic races uh listed here um for you to be able to use um uh oh yes there is also another thing that i forgot um let me see so the book was done in 2021 uh there we go i found it um, so yeah, I definitely think there could have been uh, a few of the more exotic races on there. Um, so another thing that is in here, I actually forgot about this until just now. There's a side quest gener generator as well. Um, again, I'm not going to get too into that. It's exactly what it sounds like. Um, but if you guys are like, oh, we're just looking for some work. We don't really have anything in mind. You can pop back here and roll. There's several tables, um, of work. Um, you could always, uh, so first you'll roll to figure out what kind of side quest it is, um, and what are you doing it for? So, okay, you can do this, uh, I'll just pick one here. You can solve a case in exchange for some information. And then if that's what you rolled for the first two, you just go to the other section where it says solving a case. Blank was recently robbed. The part blank is trying to fence the goods to blank. So again, that gets you use more NPCs that you can make from this book. Um, so seven, seven, I said seven, nine, we'll go eight final score of eight, um, eight out of 10 for this book. I highly recommend it. If you're new, um, even if you're an experienced GM, uh, I think some of, sometimes, you know, you might get a little stuck in your head, uh, you know, uh, right, a little bit of writer's block. I think there are things in here that can really help. Um, I, I hope you guys, like I said, take a time, take some time, look it over, give it a purchase. Um, I think it is well worth it. Um, and it's something, you know, a really cool addition to your shelf, um, full of books. And like I said, I mean, you guys, let me see if I can turn it this way. Maybe you'll see more. Yeah. It's still kind of hard with the camera, but I mean, there's, especially up here, I got a lot of them up here. I mean, there's tons of tabs of NPCs that I have flagged that I'm going to use. Um, so with that, that brings this book review to an end. Um, I hope somebody out here finds this, uh, helpful or enjoyable. Um, I know anybody that watches so regularly knows I ramble. Um, so I apologize, uh, if that's a little frustrating and annoying, but, um, the next book I'll be reviewing, uh, I actually have is the, uh, random encounters book. Um, if you guys remember, we've done an episode on random encounters. Um, I'm not going to spoil that. You guys can go watch it. Uh, if I remember, I'll put a, on this side, <laughs> a card to that video. Um, so go kind of check out what we have, but, this book, um, I just got it, so I haven't got a chance to read it yet. Could change my mind. Um, so we're gonna, I'm going to go look through that, make some notes, kind of like I did for this one. Um, you know, see what see what's going on. If you guys have any books uh, that you would like reviewed, leave a comment below. Um, I can't guarantee how quickly I'll get to it. I kind of have a backlog um, of these, and then there's a few new books coming out here in the next couple months. Um, 
uh, Jeff Ashworth has a couple more books that are coming out. Um, actually, I think there's one in July, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so I'll probably only do these maybe once, maybe twice a month, uh, depending on our, our work schedules and stuff. So it, I'm, you know, I might not get to your book until I've gone through my other ones. Um, but definitely leave it down below. I'll, I'll create a list and, um, eventually we will get to it. I, I promise. Um, so, uh, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, in the description, you know, you, you got all our links to our, our Patreon and stuff like that. We, uh, we don't have to give anything though. We do this because we love TTRPGs. We love, you know, working together, collaborating, building an awesome world. Um, again, we do hope you guys, uh, check out our, our actual play series, um, we're really proud of the work we're doing on that. Um, and, of course, any of our other videos. Um, we have some playlists uh, created for the specific series that we're, we're working on. Um, and we will hopefully uh, be back soon with uh, another episode with uh, at least me and Matt R. Um, Matt H.'s work schedule is really tough, so it's uh, he can't always make it. But, um, yeah, hopefully we'll have uh, another episode for you guys soon. It should be the one that finishes up our series on ability and skill checks uh, i think we have intellect and wisdom and that's it uh, so hopefully we can get that out to you guys soon and um as always if you guys are just listening again we appreciate it uh rate us on whatever podcast uh platform you're using uh, and if you're watching on youtube like comment subscribe uh you guys know all that jazz uh, uh we're all kind of a little uncomfortable asking you guys for that but you know part of the deal uh, being on here so um as always, guys, I uh, hope we have you guys have a uh, this time. This will be posted on a Saturday night for the the, the video version. Uh, have the audio out Sunday, so I hope you guys have a great week. Um, and as always, happy gaming. See you guys later.